failing, there's no such thing as failing or it didn't work out or oh, it's just not gonna happen for me, right? The only failure is if you actually quit, is if you actually don't continue doing what you wanna do. Because every time that it, you know, quote unquote, doesn't work out the way you thought it would, it's just an opportunity to look at the lessons, to learn, to apply what you learn, move it into the next, and like keep Change it going. Change your approach. Change your approach, try something different. Welcome back to the Freedom and Scrubs podcast. We are your hosts, Kim and Aaron. This is episode 55. And on this episode, we're going to talk to you about Unleash the Power Within. We just spent four days at home on a virtual UPW conference. It was amazing. And we're just going to give you the key takeaways that we had from that conference. Flight crew, please prepare for our departure. We are pumped. It's so crazy because we, so for the last four days, we've been doing this, the Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within conference. It was virtual, obviously. It was the first one ever. It was, history was made. It was insane because there was like 30,000, there was 23,000 people who joined and, but then they had their family and different people. So they were like, there's like 30,000 people here live and they created this insane First, it's the first time this has ever been done, studio, that we were all basically on a Zoom call. Yeah. And you, there was just screens of just all, like, 23,000 people. And it, they, so Tony, because they were, like, describing everything to us, he and his team basically had to, like, call Zoom. And they the, yeah. created this specific technology to, to make this happen. Yeah, it was nuts That's because crazy. like during the celebration times, during the breakthrough times, just everything, it literally felt like you were there. It was insane that you could see people in their houses and what was it, 180 countries or 100 and... Babe, there's <clears throat> not even 180 countries. There's 159 countries. No, there's 190 countries. Are you sure? Yeah, 190 no. countries. Yes, there is. I should know that. I know you should. No, 195 I, countries. Exactly. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So I, I think they had like from 180 to... different countries were represented during the Zoom. 130. Something like that. But it was a lot. Okay. We, and basically, like, we made the commitment to ourselves for those four days that we were just going to immerse ourselves in this conference. We weren't on our phones at all. Um... To be fully transparent, I did dabble on Instagram story while I was going potty because that's like my favorite thing to do. That's like my special time. <laughs> but it was cool because I didn't, I didn't get, I didn't do any Instagram stories for us. Like I didn't have to respond to anybody. We didn't do emails. We didn't do Facebook. Like we, we didn't like talk to anybody. So it was just nice to know that for those four days, like we were just in our own little bubble and nobody expected anything from us. And no. it was so, it was honestly the best feeling. I kind of woke up this morning and I was like, wow, like I kind of wish we had a little bit longer of just staying in our own bubble. I don't know. It just, it, it was nice. Good. No, it really was nice to just wake up and know that you were doing something for yourself and we were doing it together, which was amazing. And, and we had nothing planned. We didn't leave the house for four days. We literally went to the grocery store and stocked up. We, it looked like we were hurricane preparing <laughs> um, and we had everything ready to go. We had all our food. We had snacks. I mean, it was, it was great. It was yeah. a great total immersion. I think yeah. that's what because we wanted to make it feel like we were there. We wanted to take away everything, and we went full bore. Yeah. 
Well, just like if you're at a conference, like you're fully there. You're not out and about. Okay, so here's the thing. This, just kind of before we get in, so you just wanted to share, we wanted to use this as an opportunity just to kind of share some takeaways that we, that we, took away, I guess, yeah. for lack of a better word, uh, from those four days with Tony, just like, you know, he basically in that conference gave us, you know, his last 43 years of the work he's been doing. He broke some things down and gave it to us in a weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we kind of just wanted to share some things with you guys that we thought might be helpful, but it was funny, not actually funny at all, but like this conference was so like grueling like Tony don't play y'all. Dude, he Tony is don't play. Superman. It was like 12 13 hour days. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking like not even getting a break. Like we're talking 13 hours where they would give you 20 minutes maybe 30 to go get something to eat now granted we're home so we we were like going into the kitchen snacking like getting lunch and stuff whatever that's the, the one of the cool things about being home but there was no, he didn't break. Like, there were no breaks. No. It was just on and on and on that. Like, it, I was exhausted. Yeah. I was honestly fucking exhausted. Yeah, what's funny about it is, since it was a Zoom call, and I don't know if you're familiar with Zoom, but he had everybody's cameras on. So yeah. they're looking, like, in the house. So there was that level of, oh, crap, they're watching us. We can't slack off. Yeah. And so we would literally turn off the video really quick and hope they didn't call us out because they were calling people out. Like, turn your video on. Get up off your couch. Let's go. Let's go. Bring the energy up. Because that's what they completely pride themselves on is breaking that physiology, is really getting into an energetic state and staying there because you learn better from an energetic state because we are at our houses. So it's easy to just get lazy and like lay on the couch and fall asleep and, and do whatever. But um, they did a really good job of keeping the energy up. And so Kim and I would turn off the camera real quick, run in, grab a snack, come back out and turn it back on. Yeah. Um, and they, one, like Aaron was saying, like they're all about like physiology and like getting your energy up. And so there was so much dancing and yelling and getting up and like moving around that honestly, it annoyed the living hell out of me because I'm like are you kidding me like I'm not doing this again I'm not getting up again I'm not dancing for 20 more minutes because again it wasn't just like oh quick get up for a minute and shake it out it was like full on song after song and it was honestly kind of annoying me where I was like this is like so extra but it is true where I would we would sit and listen for a while and I would start to feel myself getting tired or wanting to lay down and then they would say like put your books down and get up. And I'd be like, oh, but then I would do it and I'd get up and we would clap our hands and we would dance around. And I honestly felt better. I yeah. felt more awake. And then everybody was doing it. So they're showing people in their houses, jumping around with their families. You, do it. you felt guilty. But then again, the energy, you could feel the energy through the screen yeah. and it did change everything. So yeah. it's funny because did you want to say anything else with the, um, before we get into our five things. Or? I was going to say, like, this conference was amazing. Aaron and I, we've been, like, super excited about it. I think we signed up, what, like, a month ago. So we've been looking forward to it for, like, a month. And um, why are you looking at me like that? Well, because that? Laura just told us about it, I think it was, like, a couple weeks ago. Remember? And we, like, did it right yeah, away. Yeah, it was, like, three, three four weeks okay. ago, whatever. But that was a while ago. Oh, seems like yesterday. We hadn't even moved in here yet. <laughs> oh, that's right. It yeah. seemed like yesterday. So, um... And we've been really excited about it. And I think it was an incredible conference. We definitely took some stuff away, what we're going to share with you. But I'll say it was interesting because 
you know, air, like we've been on a path of self-development, of strengthening our spiritual practice, of mindset, mindset. Like that is something that is just it's the most important thing to us. And mm-hmm. every day we work on that every single day. Like it is, it's something we've been doing for years and years and years. And it's become very important to us and just a part of our life. Just it's a part of everyday life. So some of like when they were, you know, teaching things and talking about things and, and, and all the, I was just like, yeah, like this is, this is what we do every, like it wasn't new stuff. There was nothing new. It was just like reiterating what we already know and what we practice. But it almost made me feel like, wow, like I feel like we're like, we've got it together more than we think we do. Honestly, I felt like really good about myself. I'm like, yeah, I already do this. Yeah, I get this. Yeah, I teach this shit. Yeah, no, and I think it was. It was something that we talked about because this was our first ever Tony Robbins experience. And just hearing the things he was saying and knowing that Kim and I, not only work on our actual fitness, but we work on our emotional fitness. And that is really the most important thing. And he really was stressing that. So the first couple of days was really about breaking a lot of the patterns that, that you can get into. And that's what Kim and I do every single day, which was really cool to hear because it was like, wow, like, like you said, man, I feel I, I take that stuff for granted. I take the work that I've done for granted and uh, this, I don't take it for granted. It's just second nature that you know I don't feel like it's. Well, I'm saying like I end up being like, oh, yeah, like everybody should do this. But then like hearing it, it was like, wow, like look at all the work I've done. And I, I got really proud of myself. Yeah. Well, and I will say, too, is like Tony, he's intense. Uh, anybody who knows Tony Robbins knows that he is full of energy. He is a beast, dude. Like this guy is a beast. He's 60 years old. And I'm just like, again, Aaron and I are like, can we get a break? Yeah. Can we have a second? And he's just going 12 hours a day, just nonstop. He just brings his energy. And, and he really does. Like he has this powerful, magnetic, just high vibe energy. Like you can't help but feel it when he's talking. Mm-hmm. You're just like, yeah, you know? Yeah. But, you know, that being said, he's got great energy, but he really teaches more from like a neurological physiology, uh, neuroscience, like all of that kind of stuff. And it's like, it's very interesting the way that he teaches things. But it's funny because he teaches the same things that like we already practice. But for us, it's more spiritual. It's Mm -hmm. more um, in that way. But he teaches it in just a neuroscience kind of a way. So it's just like it's just interesting like some people relate to things in different ways. Yeah, like he says the words visualization, we say manifestation. So it's kind of like a, the same word, same concept, but like literally just from two different levels of understanding. Well, and how he teaches you to do it. Right. It's complete, you know. So yeah. anyways, I just thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, absolutely. So in true Tony fashion, we are going to kick it off like it's a UPW change your physiology wherever you are right now if you're in your car we're going to play about 10 seconds of music to get up to get going we're going to jump around if you're at home jump around if you're on a run then just pick up your pace feel the energy because in that state that is the state that we want to be in we love it so we're going to take one out of his playbook i'm going to pump up some music get you in and we're going to get into our five things right now let's go let's go Okay, that feels good. 
is such an like I eye roll with that kind of stuff. Like you do. I oh and and but like I said, I really like one of my um goals for this was to just be completely open and just be open to all of the things and not be like, oh, this is stupid, right? Like let myself be more playful and and it really I really did feel a difference. Even before this podcast, I was feeling kind of like low vibe and just like and um, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go. I had a quick workout and I felt better because I moved my body, right? I changed my physiology. And then Aaron and I put on a, a song for a couple of minutes and we just danced around. And it really did, like, if you would have seen us like an hour ago where we were just kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, like it really, like changing your body and getting into motion. I mean, it completely changes your attitude. It does completely. And again, it goes into the fact of like, you know, again, we focused on really being able to change our mindset in a heartbeat, like getting to it immediately. And just the action of jumping around and high-fiving Kim and laughing, it literally did change my voice tone. It changed the way I was sitting. Like, and I was really pumped to do this podcast. Not that we're not ever pumped to do it, but that did just change it and it took it up a notch, which was really cool because that was the one big takeaway was just the energy and the high vibe. And I think that really led into, you know, prior to even doing um, the Unleash the Power Within, Kim and I really took inventory of wanting to feel our best every single day and what can we do to elevate that. And we went on a journey about, what, three weeks we had started doing like the the change mm-hmm. when and we were at the place in st augustine when we were at st augustine that's what we realized is because we were feeling really functified if that's even a word but we were feeling down we were feeling sad we were feeling like everything was happening to us and why aren't we able to travel and this totally changed our plans and we said that we have to change this and we have to do something about it and how can we be in a high energy vibe high energy state and that helps you create the life that you that you want well, like take it back for so number one is one of the biggest takeaways that we that we took away from this was that having energy, having being in a high vibe state is super, super important, right? And so we can all relate to that. Like when you feel good, you feel good. You show up differently to work with your husband, with your friends, with just your like, family, with your kids. Yeah, yeah, like you just when you feel good, you feel good. And when you're in that high vibe place, like that's where we create. That's where we show up and we can be we can feel inspired, right? Mm-hmm. We take action from that place. And so when you're feeling kind of low vibe, and we all know this, I mean, again, it's like if you're feeling tired, you can either go take a nap or go for a walk and listen to a podcast. You know that once you get outside and you start walking, you're going to feel better because you're moving and you're just going to get into a better mood. Like it's just, it's so simple, but a lot of times I feel like it's easier just to be, to kind of stay in that funkiness because if you're like me and you're rolling your eyes and you're like, you know, oh, I'm I'm feeling kind of blah right now. The last thing I want to do is jump up and down and be like, yes, yes, smile. Fake yes, laugh. Yeah, oh, fake laugh. Huh? It sounds so, like, stupid. Like, it just sounds like, oh, oh, my gosh. But by making yourself and 
God, there were so many times I had to make myself get off the couch and jump up and down and look at Aaron and, and laugh. Like, it, I was like, this is ridiculous. But when I did it, I automatically felt my mood switch and I felt better. And I felt I actually started laughing for real. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. And we're laughing. And then we sat down to get into the next part. I'm like, wow, I, I, I'm buzzing, right? Mm -hmm. I feel better. And so I think it's just something now moving forward really making that effort to push ourselves more to stay in that high vibe place because when we're in that place, everything else benefits. Well, even on a flip side of that, you know, going a little bit deeper into the energy high vibe, it's about breaking the pattern, right? Like your brain goes into a pattern and when you're starting to feel sad, what patterns do you see? You start to see problems. They get a little bigger. They feel a little bit heavier. Like Things just start to swelter up because you're just like in that vibe. But the minute you switch it, things start to feel a little lighter. Things that used to make you feel a certain way, you can kind of work through them a little bit better. You're excited to tackle a new project. You're excited to get up out of bed and go for a run. You're excited to eat healthy. You're excited. Those things just come easier when you're in that state because you want to keep that state going longer. Well, and one thing that Tony talks about all the time he said everything is so simple it's just about breaking patterns and we all have patterns and we get into those and so he can you know save people from suicide he can help people that are in a super depressed place like quote unquote snap out of it and you can see like his interventions and what he does and it's all about breaking the patterns mm -hmm. and so for instance Aaron twirls his hair and it's a nervous habit. It's yeah. It's honestly the most annoying thing I've ever seen in my life because he looks like <laughs> a like an like a meth head. It's just like very it doesn't seem confident. It doesn't seem like like I like you're oh like you're it's very nervous looking, right? And so um, you know, something that I've been trying to break for a long time now, mm -hmm. nothing has worked. But and like while you were watching that, you're like, okay, like I got to break the pattern. So it's like you have to really think it through. So when you feel yourself going to twirl your hair, you, you know, slap your hands really hard and you stand up because you're breaking that pattern in your brain that when now when you're thinking of going to start twirling your hair, mm -hmm. right? Like you're kind of interrupting that normal habit that you always do. And it sounds so stupid. Now, every time I see him doing it, I'm like, break the pattern. Right, which but is you. It's it's worked. It has, and to be honest with you, and I think we've been on this podcast for literally eleven minutes, twelve minutes, or something like that. I would have already spent five minutes twirling my hair, and I went to go do it once, and Kim gave me the evil eye, and it literally <laughs> broke the pattern enough to where you know it's little things like rubber bands or clapping or just breaking that pattern so your brain starts to notice when you're doing it because once you get into that biting your fingernails, like whatever it is you're doing. Um, it, once your brain figures out that pattern, then you can start to change it. Yeah. And, you know, obviously we're, like, explaining it in our own words and all of that. Like, but if you're interested in, like, learning more about, like, the neuroscience part about it and how the brain works and how that act there's, like, actual physical science that supports the breaking the pattern and, like, the neuro, the neuro pathways and all of that. Like, if you want to, like, geek out on all that kind of stuff, like, check out some of Tony's, like, 
his YouTube videos, books, things like that, because that's like his thing. Yeah. Like if you're interested in that, like he, that's like, he dives deep into that and he, and he believes his theory is and the work he's been doing for 43 years, he's incredibly successful. It's all about breaking those patterns and then you can do anything and that it is possible when you break the patterns, like in the brain. Yeah. And I do want to say too, again, we didn't say this in the intro and I wish we would have, but now we're going to say it now is just, again, we're giving you our takeaways, the things that really resonated with us. There's so many that we could do, you know, an entire series, but we also realized that we're not Tony Robbins. We're not here to teach like him. He has his own style. He is the man. And if you really resonate and really are looking for something that you know, will kick you out of like a bad pattern or, or you've been feeling down or you feel like you want to step into a new way of life or whatever it is for you, definitely check these out. Um, cause it really was life changing. It wasn't life changing for me. It but can I th- be, um, for a lot of, I mean, I think we had a lot of takeaways, but there was a, the, the power of watching people go through transformations it was powerful. Yeah, it was definitely powerful. And I could see, like, just for, like, context of why I say that, because it is life-changing for so many people. It wasn't life-changing for me, because when I had hit, like, my bottom and was in a really, really dark place and knew I wanted to make changes in my life and I wanted to, like, play life at a higher level and, like, I had a lot of work to do, I I didn't know, I wasn't into self-development at all. I didn't listen to podcasts. I didn't read books. I didn't go to conferences. Like I was not that person at all, but I knew I wanted to make some changes. And so I ended up, I went more of a spiritual path and I ended up finding Gabby Bernstein and I, and I flew to New York city and did her conference. That changed my life. Like it literally, I, I can't even like tell you, like I I came back and not a different person and it completely changed my life. And so that was what, five years ago? More than that. It was like, yeah, 2013. So that was like my big break. Seven years ago. Wow. What? Seven years ago, 2013. We were in Palo Alto. Um, wow. Okay. So yeah, that was, that was life changing for me. And then I, my journey began from there. But if I had gone to if I would have went to unleash the power within I that the possibilities of what could have came from that the breakthroughs I would have it would have completely changed my life at at that point but I guess my thing is because I've, I've been and I'm not even to sound conceited it's not that it's just a fact like because like I we've been doing such strong work for five seven years however long we were already at a place of like it was reiterating things we yeah. already knew, but it wasn't like, oh my God, I, get, I can't believe this. It was just like, yeah. No, yeah. there were subtle breakthroughs for me personally. Yeah. And, and so, yes, like it wasn't like an all around, but I think that's what I was getting at was, you know, again, I went to Gabby's digital thing after you came home and that completely changed my life. So if I'm relating, whatever it is that you find, if you are hearing this and you were needing to hear this, then basically, you know, those Tony Robbins, they can be life-changing for people if you're in that state. 100%. That's what I was getting at. Okay. Number two. This is a big one. Um, He said, don't focus on... Wait, you go ahead. Yeah. What was it? So it's about starting... It's about starting with your what and your why. And for a lot of you that have listened to us, that is a big thing. We always say, you know, you really want to know your why for traveling. You want to know your why for anything that you do. But he really put language around it and he said, knowing the what and the why 
allows you to get your mind in a place that you can move forward because everybody gets stuck in the how. If you start with the how, you're going to get overwhelmed, you're going to feel stuck, you're going to go down a rabbit hole. And so really focusing on the what and why, visualizing it, owning it, seeing yourself do it, the how comes later. The how comes through the steps. And that was a really big takeaway and another not really life-changing moment for us, but it was just a reiteration of like, damn, like that's how you guys feel. And then looking back at our path and being like, holy shit, like that's so true because you tend to focus on the how, Mm -hmm. but looking at it as the what and the why actually will get you to where you want to go. And you'll look back and be like, I can't believe how I even got here. Well, right, because that's super overwhelming because that, and if like I'm a planner, so I want to know how, what are the steps, right? What like that's naturally how my brain works. And so I one of the things I work on is trying to not be in that place because we all know that plans sometimes can freeze you from even moving forward because it could feel so overwhelming. And like even in traveler school, the what like the first module or the first lesson in the first module is know your why, mm-hmm. right? Like, so having whatever it is you want to work towards or work on, what is it, right? What is it? Get super clear on that. Why? Because that's where the power comes from. Because if you're connected to the reason and the why of it, then that's going to that's gonna keep you going when things get hard or there's challenges or there's pushback or it doesn't work or I say doesn't work with quotes because it doesn't mean it doesn't work. It just means what you need a new approach. Mm-hmm. And so that was one of the biggest things is like over the years when, you know, we weren't traveling and we worked full time and we had jobs and we were living in Jacksonville and we would just sit and like our goal, our why has always been the same. Nothing has shifted, right? It's always been, you know, we want to do work that's more meaningful. We want to do work that's inspiring people, that's making an impact, that's fun for us. We want to work for ourselves. We don't want to work in a hospital and punch a time clock. Like I don't want to be told to go to lunch from 12 to 1230. Yeah. Like, not at all. That's like, a, yeah. We wanted to create a life on our own terms. Like before that was even a thing that we said, because we didn't use that language of like, I want to create a life on my own terms and like whatever. I want to be my own boss. Yeah, but we knew we wanted more, more of that freedom, right? We didn't want to be in the hospital. So that has always been our goal. That is still our goal. Eight years later, that is our goal. Nothing has changed, but we had no idea how is that going to happen? Like, how are we going to have our own business and work for ourselves and make an impact and and inspire people? Like, we had no idea. We were, you know, like broke as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, had no money. Like, weren't living any of our Didn't know how to run a dreams. business. Didn't know any in the first steps to take. Like, no. I, I thought the first step to um, being your own boss was to owning a restaurant. Well, That's owning a restaurant, or we thought we talked about, do you remember this? Starting a adult rec center. Oh my gosh. Because what do we want to do? We want to be around people. We wanted to have people be creative and fun. So we thought, oh, we could give talks on something. We could do cooking. Like we thought, oh, that would be so cool. Community. Yeah. And so, you know, again, it's just uh, that goal has never changed, but we, tr- we have tried different, so we didn't know the how, right? So if we would have sat in Jacksonville and said, you know, this is what we want. How and yeah. eight years later, we're still not going to know, right. right? We would have been like, fuck it, let's just stay put. Right. But we didn't think about the how because we call ignorance is bliss. We literally had no idea. So we thought, 
all right, this is what we want. What is what is the next step? And so we started traveling and then we did this and then we did that. And so our goal never changed. Our why is never changed, but our approach in different ways that we're going about it change. Absolutely. Change It's God, I can only, it's, it's just funny because when you hear that, you tend to just be like, oh, that didn't work or that, that, that sucked or what did I do wrong or, or what did I miss or whatever it was. But hearing that, finding your what and your why and then figuring out the how later, what, what we learned and what our key takeaway on top of that was is that when, when, you're, when you're trying and you're following your what and your why and something comes up to where it's not working or it, it didn't work the way you thought it was, it's about finding another approach to reach that how, that what and why. Yeah. And that is what's never changed, which is funny because it's like the rec center, the fitness business, the online fitness business, like all the things we've done has just been getting that much closer to what it is that we want to do. And that's the whole point of this is that the hows come. The hows come when you're in motion, when you're clear on what you want, when you're taking action, when you're in that next step. The hows come. You will attract the hows, right? The hows will begin to show up in ways that maybe you never even knew possible. So that's kind of the point is just getting clear on what you want, why you want it, and then allowing the hows to show up little by little and they'll start to build on each other and start paving the path for you. Yeah, I mean, if you would have looked on the swing, sitting on the swing in Jacksonville, feeling the way we were feeling, and if I would have said to you, hey, check this out, I just got this like cool crystal ball, or I just got this vision, and I can guarantee this is gonna happen, that in eight years down the road, we're gonna have a podcast where we get to talk to people and share our stories, we're going to have YouTube videos of us traveling around the world and sharing our journeys. Mm-hmm. We're going to literally figure out that there's a Amazon business that we can run and we're going to have the steps to do it and it's going to light us up creatively. There's traveler school where we can teach and help travelers build the life they want through traveling. Mm-hmm. You would have been like, uh, no, that's crazy. There's no way we're going to do that. Right. And we would have stayed stuck. Yeah. We would have been like, it's too overwhelming. That's the uh, the GPS analogy I love that because I think it's so true is like if you're drive if we're driving from Jacksonville to Bellingham Washington State right that the steps to get there there's gonna be a million turns a million roads exits a million miles <laughs> yeah pretty much that's what it feels like so if we would have put in the GPS and it just has a paragraph of like then you're gonna take a right then you're gonna do a left then you stay on here for a hundred miles then you get like, it would be like ah like this is too much but that's why gps breaks it down step by step by step so you're just like okay i i I put in where i'm going and the how is going to show up piece by piece by piece but it's not going to be too overwhelming but i'm just going to take the next right turn and then i'll take the next left turn and eventually i'll end up in bellingham washington Mm -hmm. by step by step and then the last thing i want to say about this is uh, something he said, something that we, you know, always practice, but that failing. So if you have some kind of a goal and you're clear on your what and your why and the hows, you're just taking step by step as they come to you there, even if, even if you're eight years in and you still haven't completely figured it out, but you're still standing firm that this is still a dream. This is still something you want and you still have your why burning inside and you still are trying to go towards something Failing, there's no such thing as failing or it didn't work out or oh, it's just not going to happen for me, right? The only failure 
is if you actually quit, is if you actually don't continue doing what you want to do. Because every time that it, you know, quote unquote, doesn't work out the way you thought it would, it's just an opportunity to look at the lessons, to learn, to apply what you learn, move it into the next, and like keep Change it going. Change your approach. Change your approach, try something different, and keep it going, right? right. Failing that. is only happens when you actually say like, if we would have been like, fuck it, we're not gonna do it. Let's I'm just, just gonna take a full-time job in the hospital. Yeah, like we, again, like we've been wanting to work for ourselves for years and years and years, and we still take contracts to supplement our income. And so if, if you know, again, this is eight years in, in the making. So if we would have just been like, well, it's just not going to happen for us. It's just easier to just, you know, get a full-time job and move back home or whatever. And we would have given up. That's failing. Like, yeah. but our goal is still like, it hasn't gone away. <laughs> hasn't so changed. those dreams, we just have to push down and store away for a rainy day. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's like, when you stay in that, why and you keep changing things up and you keep taking steps and like, you just keep getting closer. Yeah. All right. So let's get into number three. This is a big one. Um, and it's kind of what we talked about at the beginning about, you know, the, the visualization, the, the feeling, the manifestation, like whatever you want to use, the act of visualizing what you want. And again, I think a lot of people, I'm just assuming here, I've done it many a times. Kim has actually been one of my biggest coaches when it's come to this. Um, It's about not just sitting on, you know, quietly or going for a run or or whatever it is that you do that allows you to center your thoughts um, and saying, I don't want to work in the hospital anymore. I don't want to work in the hospital anymore. I don't want to work in the hospital anymore. I want to be happy. I want to be happy. I want to be happy. It's not just about saying it. It's about feeling it, owning it, sensing what it is when you reach that point, putting yourself in that, in that, in that space of all the feeling, getting very crystal clear. When I achieve this or when we're out of the hospital, Kim and I are going to be high-fiving. We're going to be sitting on a plane, cheersing champagne, taking off, going to, you know, Cinque Terre and having a place on, you know, those types of feelings are about visualization. And that is when you will actually achieve that what and why. Well, you know, here's the thing. So we're talking about the step three was manifesting because the whole unleash the power within, and maybe we should have just mentioned this like in the beginning, is it's all about unleashing your power to create and live your best life. Like that's basically all this conference is. It's like Mm -hmm. how can you cultivate your own power and strength and desire and inspiration and and really pour that out of yourself so that you can be a leader in your own life and create your own life. Like that's what this is about. So manifestation or visualization is all about, like Aaron said, feeling what, what you want to create, like feeling into what you want to create because what you focus on energy flows to. Yeah. Right. What you focus on, you create more of what you focus on, you expand. And so that's why it's so important to what are you trying? What's your dream? What's your goal? And holding the feelings of already having that in your body. Right. Like not like 
like Aaron said, I, I want this or I want that. It's like, no, f- you got to feel it because the feeling is what activates the brain to believe that that's your truth. Correct. And this is what Tony gets into, like the neuro side of it, of like what that actually does and triggers in your brain that you'll actually start, the more you do it, you'll start to act, really create it for yourself. Well, and your brain doesn't know the difference between reality and what's what's the word I'm looking for? Like... um subconscious or so, just like like what's actually happening it's you yourself that tells it what's real and what's not right. and and they do an example and i love this example because i think it's relatable but they basically make you picture um a lemon going to the refrigerator grabbing a lemon cutting a lemon smelling the lemon biting into the lemon biting in feeling the seeds the juices are feeling your filling into your mouth and you're actually sitting there with no lemon in your hand and your mouth is like quenching your your mm-hmm. sal- I'm salivating right now yeah. where I can't even talk there's not a lemon in this room but your brain knows what that feels like and doesn't know that you're not actually biting into a lemon it's you that says I'm not biting into a lemon but the physical reaction that happens when you're picturing that you can feel it you can sense it you can I mean, yeah, like our mouths were puckering and we were not eating a lemon, but our brain associated those feelings with reality and therefore our mouth naturally reacted to what it would be like if we actually ate a lemon, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's really, really powerful. And this is something that we do every single day um, where we, we meditate, we visualize, we pray, all of that in the morning. But it was funny because, you know, he's like, I'm, I'm going to teach you something that's going to, like, change your life forever. And we're like, what is it, Tony? <laughs> and he led us through a 10-minute um, visualization, visualization meditation where, you know, he focused on, you know, uh, gratitude, which, again, we could, again, this could be, like, two hours long because we could go on and on about all the things. But, like, gratitude is focusing on what you do have. Focus on what you do have. Don't focus on what you don't have. We so much focus on that. Even the language of, I want to get out of the hospital. I don't well, want to work we, in the hospital. I don't, I don't want to. Right. It's like, don't focus on that. You want to be a positive reinforcement of, of not, I don't, I don't, I don't. But it's like, I can't wait to work for myself. I can't wait to travel while working. I can't wait to make money doing work that I love, right? That feels good. So it's like just changing the language around what you're focusing on Mm -hmm. so you know he's taking us through and and gratitude gratitude just naturally makes you feel good like if you're like i'm grateful that i'm home with my family i'm grateful i have a job right now grateful i'm healthy i'm grateful i'm healthy i'm grateful i took a contract where i'm making five thousand dollars a week right whatever it is but it's like focusing on all those things and you'll naturally start to feel that little burn in your gut and i want and i I, this just came to me but i thought Cause when we say like feel the feelings, like some people might not even know what that means, right. but it's like that feeling that like little burning in your gut. Like that's how I describe it of like when you're excited and you're tapping into that thing in your gut where you start to feel tingly and like excited and you can like, you can actually feel energy moving through your body. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing of like the fact that you can't sleep the night before you're going on a big vacation. Like the thought of, and this is for me, like the thought of going to the airport and and going and that feeling, like I can feel, I can smell the airport, I can smell the jet fuel, I can feel the trolley ride to the terminal if you're in Orlando International Airport. Um, I can sense all of that. 
And when I feel that, I know that I'm going somewhere fun, like that feeling. You can also feel the feeling when you're coming home from vacation and you know you start work the next day. There's a contrast in feelings there. So it's really about picturing yourself riding on that trolley, boarding that plane, clicking that seatbelt, hearing the pilot come on. What feeling comes up when you feel or when you're putting yourself there and focusing on that feeling to get whatever it is you want that you're shooting for. That your dreams are, yeah. Correct. So he takes us through this 10 minutes. So we first we start with the gratitude, which is so important. And we always do what we're grateful for every day. I think that's so important uh, to focus on that. And then it was three minutes of that, three minutes of visualization. Um, three minutes of a prayer, like sending love yeah, to, to other people. Yeah, I love that. So mm-hmm. it was funny because he's like, this is going to change your life forever. And so he's taking us through that. And Aaron and I are just like laughing with each other. Because we're like, literally, we do this every single morning. Mm-hmm. This is our own practice. So we're like, did Tony like hack into our lives? And like, <laughs> yeah. like he stole our shit. Like, yeah. I feel like he like robbed us fine. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it, but it is so powerful, you guys. And you know, if this sounds like too woo-woo or whatever, that's where it's like for, you know, like spiritual people or people people who are on like a spiritual journey, like manifestation, visualization is pretty like layman's terms. It's pretty like, yeah, like it's a part of the journey. Uh, if you're somebody who might be a little bit, I don't know, that's why like I love that Tony's there as a teacher too because he's such a great resource to teach why this actually works from a scientific point of view, not a woo-woo part, point of view. Mm-hmm. And so that's, I think it's just very powerful when you can, no matter what your belief systems are, this works. If you can get yourself, into, if you have a dream, if you have something, a goal you want to work towards, and you can get yourself into a really high vibe place, you visualize it, you you feel it in your gut, and you do that for three minutes a day. Again, we, we used to set our timer for three minutes, and that three minutes was specifically just geared towards manifestation, towards visualization, and you allow yourself to just be in that and feel that and get yourself into that place, even if you're just... Because uh, you can you can close your eyes and you can do it, or you could even like talk yourself into it. Like what Aaron was, just, I'm on the plane. I can smell the jet fuel. I'm clinking champagne. We're taking off, and and you actually can talk yourself into a state of like you're feeling it, like your whole body's lit up. Do that every single day for three minutes. Mm-hmm. Like you will feel something, and you will start to attract more of the how. Mm-hmm. To start taking steps towards what that overall goal and vision is. Well, I mean, and that's just another quick little example is we are starting this Amazon business, this FBA business. And Which I've we been, haven't talked about. We haven't even really so. talked about, but it, it's basically, you know, we're designing products like travel products. And I've been picturing the box arriving for our prototype of what we're designing and opening that box and smelling it and jumping around when it comes and and just feeling the excitement, I still don't know how we are going to actually build this product. We haven't even talked to a manufacturer yet, but I can already see it coming in the box, the colors, the smell, the texture, like the design that I wanna do, and feeling so excited about sending that to friends and family and showing them like, look what we created, and like, I can feel that, and it has not happened yet. And I'm telling you now, and I think it's a really cool time because now I'm putting it out there to you guys so it's real. And so now coming back when that package does arrive and almost saying, look, I told you circa a month ago that I felt this feeling and it happened this way because I believe it to my core. I am certain that that is going to happen. Yeah. 
uh, this just came to me, but it was like, this is a perfect example of how like your by visualize visualize okay. visualization visualization and really being clear and certain right it's that certainty it's like and in, in Tony like kind of got us in this position of oh, like it was crazy you put your like your your sternum comes up and you're sitting straight up and it's like I can feel it I just did it like I just literally just sat up and I it's like you feel certain like I'm certain of what I want and I know that I can I'm going to create this for myself right like you can feel that and so um, before all of COVID happened, Aaron and I went to New Zealand and that New Zealand trip was essentially kicking off our one year, year of travel. travel. Here we are. We're clearly not traveling right now, but for years and years and years, I used to run down at this park across from SFO, San Francisco airport. We used to live right across from there. And this was in a, in a time when that was when I went to Gabby and I was really working on my own stuff. And I wanted to travel like I wanted to travel more than anything, like not travel for a contract, but like travel the world. Like I was like, I have to do it. And I used to go down there and I would run and I would see the planes and I would just feel that I was like one day I'm going to be on that plane. I'm going to be off on it's an adventure plane, around the world. Yeah. A huge plane. We're on the adventure. We're going on an adventure around the world. We're clicking champagne. We're like, Oh my gosh, we're doing it. And at the time that was very far from our reality. Like that wasn't something that we were in the process of even really being able to do. And and at the time, you weren't even it, like you. If I was like, we're gonna take a year to travel, you'd be like, bitch, like yeah, you're crazy, you're crazy, you're crazy. But I felt it every day. I would go down there. I would sit. I would take coffee. And I'm like, one day, like I, I was so certain. I didn't know how or when any of that would happen. But I knew one day, Aaron and I would be on one of those big planes. We'd be taking off looking at our running trail, right? And we're like, we're not running today. We're on the plane. We're going. And, um, you know, just really being in that. And then when we were taking off for our year, this was years later. Five years later. We're taking off to go to New Zealand. And at the time, I didn't know we weren't going to be able to travel. We were supposed to be starting our year of travel. And I'm like, oh my God, the same airport. Now, mind you, we had moved a million oh, places. In the time that you felt that, we had literally moved to Seattle. Then we went on a three-month trip around the world. Or, you know, we went yeah. to, like, Thailand and stuff like that. We came home, went to Bellingham, went to San Diego, came back to Florida, went to Connecticut, came back to Florida, and then I think... God. Went out to Chico. Went out to Chico, yep. and that's where we left from. And so Chico, San Francisco Airport, well, Sacramento was the closest, but San Francisco is the best airport to fly out of when we were in Chico. And so what... What happened? We flew out of that same airport on one of those massive ass planes because the, the big ones would go down the because there was a longer runway and they would go off into the clouds over Pacifica. So it was over the ocean. And that was always my like my focus of like we're going to be on a big one. And we were on this massive plane looking at the park that mm -hmm. we used to run at. Starting our year of travel. And we were on that side of the plane yes. that like shows the park. And it was that moment of like, oh, and before we went to the airport, we actually went down to the park. Um, and we were, were just like, wow, like full 
circle. Here we are at the same airport. It wasn't even a different one. It was that one. And it was like all of my dreams in that moment had come to fruition. And it was years and years and years of just being so certain that it would happen, visualizing it, staying in it, even though, again, I had no idea how that was actually going to happen. Um, and we, and it felt very far away, but I still had that certainty and I knew it was going to happen. And there we were. And it was Mm -hmm. like, it was just one of those moments that I was like, wow, like never give up on your dream. Even if you don't know how it's going to happen, don't ever give up on what you want. Cause that was so powerful to me. And it was such a strong desire. It wasn't just like, Oh, I want to like go on a vacation. It was like, no, like I want this adventure. I want to go. I want to be, I want to see where this leads us. I want to like grow and push myself and I want to travel the world while doing that. Well, and I think on the flip side of that, even knowing what we know now and the fact that we had to come home and then COVID and then we got stuck. And like you said, we were supposed to be on this year of travel, just the visualization and the manifestation of literally coming home, calling my old lead and being like crap I have to come back to work even though we were supposed to be like gone on this amazing adventure but really looking at each other and not going down that path of woe is me you know this dream that you had we were achieving it we have every means to achieve it Mm -hmm. something on the outside is stopping us it's blocking us and not going down that path of like oh my god this sucks we literally looked at each other the day we moved in to our new um, apartment to go to work the next week. And I looked at Kim and I said, I don't know what this is all about. I don't know what this is for, but I can tell you, I'm going to remember this feeling. And I can say that in the year 2020, I want to look back and say, this was the best thing that ever happened to us. Mm -hmm. We are going to come out on the other side of this totally transformed with a new vision. How can we elevate ourselves? How can we use this time to elevate and just elevate the moment for the next time that we take off in the plane. Let's keep that feeling alive. Let's keep that visualization alive. And I can tell you, even then, with Kim having that that vision, going to New Zealand, coming home, having all of this happen, keeping that visualization alive, it will happen again. Yeah. We will be taking off again, and we'll be in a better place for it. Yeah. No, 100%, which goes into the whole, you know life is happening for you and not to you and it's all about perception it's all about mindset we talk about this a lot honestly because you know you can't always control your outer circumstances or your experiences that are happening outside externally right like we can't control covid we can't control you know that somebody decided to steal all of our clothes and shoes in the middle of the night like we can't control like all the things that are happening but we can control how we end up how we deal with it how do we deal with it how do we move through it how do we work through it do we use this as an opportunity to grow and get better or do we want to you know think that you know everything bad happens to us and look what happened and now we can't do what we want to do and f this like no it's like you you get to control how you're going to show up for it and that doesn't mean it's just like oh rainbows and butterflies and happy faces like be pissed like we were pissed we were sad it's like we're supposed to travel the world Aaron's now going to work like work not just like oh, we'll just hang out at home. Like, he had to go to work. We thought we were done for the year, right? All of our shit's stolen. We have nothing to wear but what we had in our bags. Like, yeah, that sucks. We were pissed. But then we made a choice to say, okay, like, how can we grow from this? And, like, let's move on. Let's what move do we, forward. Well, and then we even said, like, let's talk about, like, we have 
Good thing that we put all of our computer stuff in our backpacks. We put all the clothes that we had been wearing in New Zealand in our suitcases. We had our suitcases with us. We had everything that yeah. meant everything to us in the hotel when our clothes got stolen. I actually came back in a hotel room, called my old lead. She gave me a position immediately. I had a job. I could go help the people that, you know, in that community that were suffering from COVID. I could be a part of it. Like I had these blessings. And when you focus on that gratitude, more comes out of it. And so it's about feeling the feelings because if you don't feel the feelings, they will sneak up on you again and it'll build as resentment. So it's about feeling it, owning it, being pissed. Go like scream or do something, but then move out of it. Move out of it as fast as you can because we can change our state, like Tony says, Mm -hmm. in an instant. Yeah. And it is so true. Right. Exactly. It's just... It's just a choice that we get to make. And because, you know, we are like, okay, we have this time right now. There weren't any contracts, you know. And so, oh, that's what I was going to say with our clothes and stuff, especially. We were pissed. But then it's like, let's focus on what we do have. Thank Mm -hmm. God we have our computers. Thank God we have our camera. All the things that matter we have. So let's focus on what we do have Mm -hmm. and the fact that we did want to downsize. And (laughs) it kind of just came in and swooped it all. Like, now we get to downsize. Yeah. so it's like we, we chose to focus on that. Um, and then even with this time, it's like there weren't any contracts. And, um, you know, if you're a traveler, like, you know, like the market's been shit. Like, let's just be honest. It's been hard to get a job. But it's like we were able to get unemployment. Like, I'm so grateful for yeah. that. Like, we have unemployment, which then allowed us to come home. And so we were home and we were just sitting around. And I'm like, we have this time. Like, again, I'm open for any creative ideas or opportunities that we can use this time to work on something new, work on a new project. Like, and nothing was coming, but we kept staying open to it. And then we were led to some of our friends on YouTube that started a Amazon business, which then we went into and we we're like, Oh my God, this is amazing. This is what we want to do. And now we have time to work on it. Mm-hmm. So it's just, again, it's just like looking at the opportunities that have been presented to you and just ask like, what can I do with this? What can well, I do with this? And it leads right into our number four. It was about the resourcefulness, yeah. like being resourceful with what you have. It's not about always having the resources It's about how resourceful can you be with what you have. And Mm -hmm. I think that leads right into it about, you know, not having the resources to do certain things, not having the resources to go work, but the resourcefulness of like, okay, we got unemployment. Great. Let's go find a place to live. Let's, let's use our resources of feeling our best every single day so that we are open to new things coming in. We are open to those new ideas. We're not feeling sluggish and woe is me and these awesome ideas are hitting us and we're just like, I don't want to do that because that takes work and blah, blah, blah. It was about using this time to be resourceful. And because of that, we found the friends that we listened to on, on YouTube and they kept talking about it that Kim and I literally had like pushed away For a long time, time, I've been like, eh, whatever, that's not us, that's not something I want to go down, whatever. And Kim kept coming back to it. She kept saying, let's just explore it. Let's just, we had these Mm -hmm. videos, let's just watch it, let's see where it goes. And even then, I was like, no. Like, I watched the first four videos, we're like, no. Mm -hmm. But now, really opening up to the resources that we had. We had a beautiful place to stay, we had privacy, we had a, you know, a great place to go run, we had a great you know, a, a way for you to work out and do the things that you wanted to do to feel your best. We had money coming in. We had everything we wanted. And so we just capitalized on the resources 
And that has led to, or we were resourceful, and that has led down roads that we never even thought possible. Right. Well, and by, you know, resourcefulness, like, we were, we didn't have this place right away. Like, we were like, oh, my gosh, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? Like, everywhere is so expensive. Like, Airbnbs and this and that. We spent a couple days banging our head against the wall. And then it's like, we started to, like, you know, ask people. And then it's like, my mom, I asked my mom, and she happened to have a friend that they're not in their condo and this ended up working out really well and it's like so it's like use what you have and the people in your life mm-hmm. you know like as leverage to to move towards what you are trying to work on right now yeah. right and it goes back to again your perception and your like how you're looking at like what you do have use what you do have don't focus on what you don't have ask yourself what you do have and then how can you use that to improve your situation right and that situation might not be it might not even be where you want to be right now like that's okay but like how can you just make where you are right now with what you do have and focus on that and how can you make it the best you can until you move on to the next step Right. But if you focus on the good, you'll call in more good. If you focus on the shit, you're going to call in more shit. Like, it's just a fact. Yeah, and I mean, we've said it multiple times. It's the actual quote of where, you're, where your focus goes, your energy flows. Oh, talk about, um, I always say it wrong, the reticular activating system. Oh, well, how would I even get into it, I it's guess? Just, like, so, just keep it super simple. Like, there's something in the brain. Well, yes, there is a portion of the brain, scientifically, it's called the reticular activating system. And it's kind of funny. I'd heard this um, a long time ago from someone, and I just thought it was crazy because it's the reticular activating system, by definition, is basically, um, let's say you went out and, and bought one of those uh, Can-Am spiders, those weird-looking like motorcycle car things, right? And you're you're like, I've never even seen one of these. I've just created this. This is phenomenal. I'm going to be the only one in my town that has one of these. And you buy one, you go out on the road, and all of a sudden you just see 150 of these things passing you. And you're like, oh my God. Yeah. But that is your reticular activating system. I wanted a Jeep Altitude, um, which is a all blacked out Jeep. I've always wanted one. I love them. And I approached Kim and all of a sudden I saw them everywhere. Yeah. And it's the same with outfits or whatever it is. Well, that even you... like with, um, you know, we started talking about gap years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yes, we've I've heard people say them before, speaking more of like. Mm. Sorry. Aaron just I was slapped his hand or curled his hair. Um, and, what was it? Oh, gap years. Like I've heard like, you know, college kids and stuff talk about them, but it's not something, it's not like something I hear all the time. We didn't think it was mainstream. Yeah. And then, uh, well, I knew it was mainstream, but cool. not for our culture and not for necessarily, like, our age. And um, we started using that phrase a lot more. And then now, I feel like every podcast I listen to, uh, the last couple of books I've read, they've mentioned a gap year. And I'm like, what? Like, so it just, like, goes to show, like, when you're focusing on something, you're going to call in your brain, you're going to call more of that into your brain, you're going to notice it more, right? Because your brain can only pick up so much at a time. Mm-hmm. And so when you're focusing on it we're focusing on the jeep we're focusing on you know the yeah like you're naturally going to be more aware of it and so it's a very interesting phenomenon but it's cool because the reticular activating system also allows you to 
help with that, um, the what and the why, and it gives you the how. Because once you have your what and your why, and you're focusing on it, your reticular activating system clicks in, and then even if you're like, I don't know how to get there, you're going to be led to people that are doing it. You're going to be led to um, the right dealership, um, somebody that did a gap year, and you're like, well, how did they do that? And so then that was kind of a step that he talked about as well, of mastering something, was about literally um, surrounding yourself around that person. He called it mirroring that person. So absorbing as much as you can. And then the next step was literally, um, I'm kind of botching this, I just lost it. Just like immersion. Immersion, Immerse yourself, learn, ask questions, learn as much as you can from somebody who's already doing it. Yep, and then the next step was repetition. Yeah. And so it's basically like that reticular activating system, if you really listen to it and focus on it, it leads you to the direction that you want to go. So that was very useful for, you know, looking back at a lot of the times that even with the gap year or even feeling like, I don't know how to do this. How can we do this? Just with the FBA business, we were led to the people that were talking about it. And there was like, holy crap, like, look at all these other courses we can watch and look at all these other people that are yeah. teaching. And now I feel like everybody I know is talking about an FBA Amazon business. And I'm like, <laughs> Are you kidding me? We have like, never heard of this. Yeah. It's just, again, it's just very, it's very interesting when it comes to like the brain. It kind of like blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I do it from a more spiritual, like I like ask for guidance. I ask for like, you know, like spirit to lead we're me being and all led. of that. Yeah. But it's, it's still very powerful when it comes to like your brain and what you're doing there. So mm-hmm. I kind of went on a tangent there, but just like being resourceful and being innovative and uh, creative with what you already do have. Oh, this was what I want to say. Cause this was a cool story that they shared. Tony shared it's, it's real quick, but during Corona, when everything started to shut down all the restaurants and stuff, this was a true story. There was a restaurant, it was somewhere in Kansas and there were two restaurants. They were only a couple miles up the street from one another. And I think they were both even like barbecue or something, same thing. And Corona came and they, everyone had to start shutting things down where you couldn't have people come in or anything. You had to get to go, whatever. And one restaurant, cause so they were talking about like when one door closes, like be creative, find another door, find another way, find a different approach, right? Use Resourcefulness. What you, use what you have to try to make your situation better. Nobody could control that Corona came and everything got shut down. No one could have expected that. So one of the guys at the restaurant, you know, the metaphor being like he shut down, he was pissed off. He's like, this sucks. And he was basically like the way the, the metaphor was, he was like, you know, the equivalent of standing outside his restaurant, just banging on the door. It's locked. It's not going to open, but just banging me like, let me in right now. Like unlock this door. This is ridiculous. Let me in. Just like continuously banging, banging, banging. Like nothing's going to happen, right? Like he's going to wear himself out, but he shuts down. He's pissed off and he, you know, Corona ruined his life. The other restaurant had to shut down but what they did is that they went out they were they were creative they used their resources they had and they said okay how can we get through this what can we do that's different and they went and they ended up buying um all this stuff to basically like create kind of a drive-through where people could come in they could come in their cars and they could order food and so they could you know either sit in their car or i think they got like some tables like way outside away from each other or whatever 
And they ended up doing way better. Than they were doing yeah, originally. Yeah, because they added this thing. And now when they open back up, they're going to have this cool where they can do to go and they can whatever. And so they were thriving during Corona because they thought about how can I make this situation better? What can be our approach besides just closing down and giving a fuck you to coronavirus, right? Because that's not going to be helpful or that's not going to make a difference. Be creative and try to create a solution to what you're currently experiencing to make it better. Right, and I love that. Two restaurants, same thing, same situation, same road. So you can't say the location was better or anything like that. It was like the exact same. That door metaphor. Like we've always said, like I read a book called The Third Door. And the most Mm. successful people, there's a front door, there's a back door. And a lot of people just bang on the front door, bang on the back door. And if they can't get in, they give up. But the most successful people find that third door. Maybe it's a window. Maybe it's whatever it is. They find that third door in. And that's what is so cool about that story is the banging on the door. But the other people found another door. Hey, this door's locked. Let's find another one. What can we do? Same circumstances, different results. Yeah. What was the name of that book? Because I actually really think that was... The Third Door. I know. Who wrote it? Oh, like Bajian or... Yeah. Alex. Alex Bajian or... Yeah. I don't know. We'll put it in the description. I'll put it in the show notes because that was a really great book. And the audio book is really great because he's super expressive and he's fun. So it's like he keeps you engaged the whole time. Yeah. It's one of those books that I thought it was going to be learn, 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 learn. Um, It was more entertaining and and I took took a lot away from it. So it was a really great book. Um, okay, we'll put that in the show notes. And then the last one, and this is just kind of super, or super. 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 But it's also just like basic of be the leader of your own life. Like be the leader of your life. Create the life you want to live. We are all capable of that. Like we all make decisions. We all have habits. We all have patterns that we do every single day that has created the life that we currently live. But we all have the capability to make changes and to create the life that we want to live. And it's not always easy. It's not the the path of least resistance always. But it's always available to us. But we have to take charge. We have to take charge of our lives and own what we want and take the steps towards creating it. Absolutely. And I, and I think what was really cool, and it's from that I took away, he just kept saying success leaves clues. And mm-hmm. I And I love that because successful people leave clues and if you are wanting something if you're wanting to be the leader of your own life find the people that are successful find the people that are living the life that you currently want to live because i can guarantee you you're not the only one if you have the idea there's somebody out there that is doing it and that is not to shy you away it is to show you that there is a path to achieving what you want and there is a lot of room in this world for everybody to really just be themselves and live the life that they currently want to live and success leaves clues. So surround yourself with people that are successful, people that are playing playing life at a, big, at a higher level because that will elevate you. If you're staying in your, in your same circumstance, you're just going to stay in the same circumstance. So elevating your life any way you can and taking charge and knowing that you're the only one that can do that. Yeah, 100%. Um, Oh, what was I going to say? Well, I can tell you just a personal moment where literally I was standing there and I'm like bawling my eyes out and I just, it was just so powerful and it was literally Tony led a very, it's called the Dickens process and it's something that he created um, from watching uh, A Christmas Carol, which was crazy, but 
he takes you through feeling pains of your life and all these kind of things, but it, it's breaking very, the pattern, breaking the pattern and, and, and then coming out of it and showing that you can feel the feeling of woe is me and this sucks and I hate this and I have all these pains and I, I can't do this and I can't do that and how fast you can come out of it. So we did this, what, like 40 minutes of mm-hmm. just like really feeling it and owning it. And it was powerful. Like even being in our own house and I can only imagine the feeling of being there and surrounded but then after we did all that, he played this amazing music and he was standing there and he made us like scream and I'm almost feeling like emotional thinking about it. It's crazy like how it moved me. But, you know, he's like, we're, Kim and I are standing there screaming like, now I am the voice. I will lead, not follow. I will believe, not doubt. I will create, not destroy. I am a force for good. I am a leader. Defy the odds, set new standard and step up. And we just kept yelling it. And it was mm-hmm. just so powerful yeah. to know that you are the creator of your own life. And yeah. it's just, it's, 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 it's as simple as that. And I know it sounds so simple and you're like, oh God, like if I, yeah, that's the key to life, whatever. But it really is. No, it's not simple. It's no, not, that's why people don't do that's it. That's what I'm it's saying. it's not simple. But that's what I was getting at is like the thought process of just having that thought is the, the simple process of having that thought and then moving your life in that direction and taking steps in that direction. I love the step up. Like that was like, cause it was so intense, right? Cause Tony, she's like, step up, step. And he kept saying, it. and it's just like, yeah, step up, like step up for the life you want to live. Like stop making excuses. Stop, you know, d- looking around at what you don't have and why it's not working or whatever the case is and step up and take charge and start taking those actions or start taking those steps towards what you really want. And there's so many resources. Again, like, you know, we were talking about like success leads clues. It's like, if you want to be a healthcare traveler, right? Find, you found us. We're healthcare travelers. Like we've been there eight years in, we've got tons of experience, right? We can help you set yourself up for success in a way shorter period of time than if you were to figure it out on your own. So Use your resource. Use the people that can help get you to where you want to go. Surround yourself with community of people, right? That push you, that challenge you. That Other are travelers, at a big level, right? Not the people that are home. Like you're gonna. What are you doing? It's the worst mistake you're ever gonna make. Like. Don't you want to be stable? Don't you want this? Blah, blah, blah. Surround yourself with other travelers, right? Be in the Facebook groups. You're, be around people that are like, this is amazing. Like, this is amazing. Like, be around, like, those kind of people. And then keep keep taking steps towards what you – be consistent. Be repetitious. Step up. Like, go after what you want and use the tools you have around you to get to that place. Yeah. hundred percent. I love it. And it was, it was amazing. It really – it would just remind you, like, step up, man. Like, yeah. Be in charge. Like we're in charge. Stop stop giving our power away to every all these external forces. Like we're the ones in charge. We're the ones who react to everything going on. Mm-hmm. And it's always a choice and it's not easy. That's why we have to break the programming and the patterns and the habits that hold us back, hold mm-hmm. all of us back. Yeah. Right. And that's what Kim and I talked about. And we realized that it, it's it's super easy for us to literally call our recruiter and be like, hey, we're just going to get a contract. Like, let's just get a contract. And so we were starting to really have the conversations of how we can be more resourceful with what we have. And, and if it is our goal to not go back to the hospital, we have everything right in front of us to make that happen. It's just about being resourceful enough to actually take the steps, to step up, to mm-hmm. take control, to be the leader in our own lives. 
And do it. And to be certain. And the time is now. That was what we oh, kept. Oh, the time is now. Well, the we time. made that up. I love that. That's what we kept saying. Yeah. That was our mantra that we said, the time is the now. Time is now. Yeah. And we've been taking steps for eight years. but And, and we take steps and we're constantly visualiz- visualizing and just having this like refresher and just that new way of thinking and a new way of, of being explained and allowing what was going to come in and not being closed off to it just really got us to that place of like the time is now let's go the energy level was high and so when you're in that energy you can literally do anything yeah which goes back to step one right keep yourself in a high vibe place right raise your standards of living you said that a lot raise your standards of living ask yourself like how can you how can you up level how can you raise your standards of living like for us, like we want to stay in a high vibe place right now. Like we're in a creation mode, right? We're trying to create this Amazon business uh, for like the traveling community and we need to be in a high vibe. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of learning. It's a lot of steps. It's a lot. We're in like an incubation period. So for us, raising our standard of life is like, we don't want to drink alcohol. We Tomorrow will be 30 days of no drinking. Yeah, high five. I know. I'm so proud of us, which we, we do this sometimes. And we're not like huge drinkers. No, we were doing once a week. Yeah. Yeah. And it was to a point where it's like then the next day we feel like shit. And then that puts us out. And then we end up ordering a pizza. And then we want to watch TV. And, you know, it just kind of ends up being this cycle. So for us, it's like, hey, let's not drink right now. Let's 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 kind of eliminate that so we know we're going to feel our best every day, which then leads to us... Working out five days a week, that's been a huge thing. I wanted to say we wanted our energy level. That was our what and our why. We wanted our energy to be at peak. How can we get to that peak state Mm -hmm. to where we're doing, right? What was cool about that is we broke down. When we drink, we just falter. We go back like three steps Mm -hmm. because then we, like you said, we want the pizza. We feel like crap. We want to watch TV. We want to watch movies. And that keeps us away from our goal of wanting to get this Amazon business up and running. In the shortest amount of time. And possibly be money that comes in that supports us while we travel yeah. to to take that year off with literally no what issues. do you call it no issues right it's just like amazing and that can continue to grow because the growth is endless so we had that so then we're like all right let's not drink for 30 days but let's work out let's work out in the morning like let's get up and tackle this and then come back so we restructured that then because we were working out we wanted to eat better plus eating better makes us our brains work better, which then we can stay energetic for a long period of time. And just making those changes, and what I wanted to get to with this, was just making those changes and understanding my what and my why and how powerful it was, I ended up losing 16 pounds in three weeks. Which is insane. Which is insane. And it wasn't like, hey, I want to lose weight. How am I going to do it? Yeah. I literally found my what and why of wanting to feel good and to really get this Amazon business up and rolling. And the byproduct of staying focused on that and feeling my best, I lost 16 pounds in three weeks. Which is insane. Yeah. But amazing. It, it, and I feel better than I've ever felt. I know. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I've lost five pounds, but I'm. it's harder for You're me to only, lose You were weight. only like five pounds over Ten. weight, though. Ten. Ten. Yeah. Um, I want my goal is to lose 10 pounds because I feel better and when I lose 10, like when I'm 10 pounds later. That's just, you know, me personally. You look great, babe. Thanks. But I lost five and I was like, wow. Yeah. I, it, it's Again, it's not necessarily even the weight. It was just like, wow, I feel good. I feel mm-hmm. good. And that's what we want to do every day. Feel good. What can you do to feel good? What can you do to play a higher level at life, at your own life? Mm-hmm. Break your patterns. Show up. Get clear on what you want. And go after it. Yeah. 
It's a good That's way to it. end it. I gotta pay. So anyway, we hope you guys took something away from this. It was a, it was great. It was awesome. It was high energy at times. You know, we were rolling our eyes, but we really committed, and we did it, and we came out on the other side. Obviously, you can tell by this podcast that we had a lot of takeaways. Um, Tony Robbins is a is is the man. I mean, he's the master. He's the guy that's um, been doing it for forty three years. He's great at what he does. He's fantastic. So definitely, if if that's something that you feel led to, but um, then go check it out. But there's also so many other avenues um, that you can take that really fits, you know, your personality yeah. and what what really gets you going. And it's about taking the steps to find those people that you vibe with. Um, and if it's mm-hmm. Tony, he has tons of resources. Yep. Um, if it's this podcast, fantastic. We'll keep going. But yeah. Um, yeah, so just really figuring out what it is that resonates with you and allows you to break the patterns and change and, and step into your life in the way that you want to. Totally. Love it. We'll end on that. I don't need to add anything else, I don't think. No. Um, yeah. That being said, you guys have an awesome week. Follow us on Instagram. This We're when, back. When we get back, I'm going to go on an Instagram story the first time in four days. I almost feel nervous, like, getting in front of the camera. Uh, but yeah, you can follow along with us every day. You know, we do. We basically share all the things on our Instagram story at Kim and Aaron G. And leave us a review if you got anything from this podcast uh, today or any other day. Share this out with a friend. Leave us a review. Let us know what you think. What was your takeaway from this? Did you take anything away? Do you like Tony? Whatever. Let us know. Yeah, and we read all those reviews. We love them. We love seeing them. Um, we can't we can't really respond to them, but no, we love. I always want we to. We love reading those. Yeah. So thank you for all of you that have. Yeah. Um, all right. We'll see you guys next yep, week. See you next week. <laughs>